I'm Jody Crumpy, director of the Erie City Mission Thrift Stores and Donation Center. When you shop at one of our two thrift stores or drop off items at our donation center, you are providing a meal. You are housing a man in our shelter, helping men and women overcome addiction and giving our inner city youth an opportunity to learn. I want to thank you for making a difference. This is our city, our mission. God bless you. All year round, Frontier Home Products and Design has what you need to make your home comfortable and beautiful. Relax on a new timber tech deck designed by Frontier's experts. A new fireplace from Frontier Home Products Fireplace Gallery adds warmth and serenity to any home. Beauty and versatility at Frontier Home Products and Design Center, 4213 Peach Reese 5th, next to the Bayfront Highway. Frontier Home Products and Design Center. Discover a new frontier. PA contractor number PA039007. Welcome to TalkEerie.com's Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast. Every day, we tackle the biggest issues that the Erie PA region faces. Stay informed and involved as we advance the narrative of Erie. Now, here's Joel Natale. We have a special uh, conversation coming up here uh, with friends from the Erie County Public Library as we talk about the second annual Hysteri uh, Week. And uh, that's coming up here with us. And we want to say hello to, um, we've got, uh, oh my gosh, i got to find it here. All right, Jen, uh, Jenny Martin, how are you, Jenny? I'm great, how are you? you uh, we're doing great. And we have uh, uh, Andrew Miller. Thanks so much for joining us, Andrew. All righty, uh, there we go. Not, we'll get you on the mic there soon enough. All right, we're a family show. We like to hear origin stories. Uh, um, let's let's get caught up with both of you. Jenny, did you grow up here in Erie, or are you transplant in? I'm a transplant. I okay. actually grew up uh, just outside of Detroit, Michigan. Oh, wow. Um, I've been in Erie almost 10 years now and loving every second of it. Fantastic. And you got involved. Did you get, like, a library science degree or some other kind of degree to uh, get actually- you to the library? <laughs> Some other kind of degree. I studied anthropology and archaeology, nice. museums, uh, museum collections, and that that brought me here to the wonderful collections at the Blasco Library. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love those dinosaur bones. <laughs> How about you, Andrew? Uh, transplanted? Did you uh, grow up here? Born in Mill Creek. Been nice. here my whole life. Yep, just for a little time down in school in Pitt and Westminster. So. Okay, and. Uh, uh, so library science, or or, or what? Uh, what kind of degree did you get to, to do all that you do? Yeah, I got a history degree as my undergrad, and then okay. went to school for library science. And um, I've worked at the Blasco Library uh, my whole career. Is that that's cool? Is that kind of a typical uh, career path to kind of get something that's interesting? You know, do you get do you get a lot of bachelors in library science out there, or is it mostly kind of more of an advanced degree? It's all masters nowadays. Yeah, um, they used to have bachelors of library degrees, you know, for a while, but that really went out. In it's like the it's 90s. better to have it, you know, like a specialty, like history or anthropology or yeah. you know, sociology. I would imagine, right? I mean, that all all those humanities work. Yeah, yeah, humanities degree. You just got to be able to learn a little bit about a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. Uh, we 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 just had. It's been pretty recently that we had a library conversation, but I'll ask you guys because. Uh, uh, I feel like getting different takes on this is is important. Um, you know, where does the library fit in 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 current, you know, in the current community, um, you, you know, structure or, I mean, what I mean, I, I would think that the tools that are available to the library 
are more important than ever, right? I mean, talk about that. Like, how how does it fit? Uh, what are your roles, do you feel, you know? Well, I think, you know, if we're talking about historical collections specifically, um, most of the things that are in our Heritage Room you can't access online. Um, now, okay. Jenny, as a part of her job, is getting some of those things online. But when you're doing research on local history topics, uh, you still got to hit the books. And so mm. we take care of that collection, make sure that it, passes on to future generations and then Jenny will be working to get more and more of it available so that you can use it from home. Um, what are the most important pieces of the collection? I mean, are we talking about genealogies? Are we talking about the maps? Are we talking about the newspaper clippings and all that? It depends on what, what people want to learn. Um, I mean, everybody has their own interests and in what they're studying and researching. So each, each little piece is important to them. I mean, the maps are very important. We have vital records, census records. We've got the newspapers. I mean, who doesn't love to look at those old-timey ads? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> right? I mean, we've got great genealogy resources i mean you name it we've got it <laughs> wow wow and so yeah you can just get lost there as you're Absolutely. pouring through the microfiche or what have oh, you oh yeah oh, my gosh. <laughs> the um so what prompted the library to do this history week well um a few years ago uh, another staff member that worked for us courtney Barron, came to us with the idea and said boy wouldn't it be great if we did local history programming under one banner Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, the world sort of burned up with COVID, and we had to put everything on hold. Sure. Um, so, But after that, in about 2021, uh, we came back and said, we're going to get back to this history idea. We have so many great local organizations that do history work. We want to celebrate them. We want to highlight them. Um, they help us all the time when we're assisting patrons. So... Um, she put together that inaugural one, Courtney did, and um, we got a really great response. Wow. And so uh, the second year is even bigger than the first year. And, is it? Goodness. <laughs> and, and maybe Jenny can talk a little bit about her, her thought process in, in starting it off. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted to go with a theme. Um, being a fellow map lover, um, I wanted to see what all was out there in Erie County and also being a transplant. I want to see what's around where I'm living now. Um, so the theme this year is history is everywhere. I wanted to draw attention to the historic markers that dot Erie City, Erie County, the whole state, the whole country, and even around the world. Historic markers are everywhere, hidden in plain sight. They're on buildings. They're in a random piece of grass in the middle of a highway. You name it. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about even in this neighborhood where we're at right now, if you go across the street, uh, there's, a, there's a marker that talks about this is where Horace Greeley lived and worked, you know, when he was working for a a local Erie newspaper in the mid-1800s before he went to the New York, uh, what is it, the Herald Tribune or whatever, and, and said, go west, young man, right? He lived here wow. and hated Erie, mind you. <laughs> I mean, we could we could talk history all day long. But uh, I think this is really appropriate timing for you guys because hasn't it just been very recently that the state has said, you know what, we got we got too many markers. We can't, we can't manage them all. So they gave up some historical markers. I think even the one here on state about the customs house or the cashier's house um, is now being maintained locally because this, because the state historical commission cannot 
keep up with all the markers. Ah, I didn't know that. I do know that they are in moratorium currently. PHMC has put a hold on making new markers uh, due to supply chain issues. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep. So anybody who already had, you know, recently applied for a marker and it wasn't able to be made yet, it, it's all kind of put on hold and they might have to reapply. Um, so if there was a historic marker you had in mind, PHMC has got it, got that on hold right now. But there are other companies that do it. So. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah wow. The uh, And, of course, we have Erie County markers, right? Oh, yep. Those were done by the Erie County Historical Society a number of years ago. Those tend to be white with a cute little blue doodle at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Pomeroy Foundation has made a few in here. They're not a local company, oh. um, but they are another one. And, yeah, gosh, I bet there's a whole handful more. So, so you attempted to basically... Uh, to basically plot on a map every single marker I in Erie did, County. I did. How, how tough was that to do? Very, very. I uh, I started with a map of Erie County, and then I just started plugging them in. I was very fortunate to discover a website called the Historic Marker Database, um, and they are a volunteer group, and people submit when you find a historic marker. You take a photo of it. You collect certain information. You send it to them. They put it into a spreadsheet, and they plot it out on a map. Mm. That was an invaluable resource, as well as the PHMC website has a marker search database. And then I also took to Google. Google. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so uh, who doesn't? But, yeah, it was it was pretty tough. And you know what? I'm sure I didn't find them all. So if anybody finds some more, you let me know. That's... Or better yet, let the. Uh, let the historic marker database know. <laughs> exactly. Andrew, this almost sounds a little bit like the, the old-time uh, geocaching. Remember, we go around with the, 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 the old GPSs what, three three or four generations ago and look oh, yeah. for things, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think that is a next step for a lot of history interaction. I mean, if you go to bigger cities, you know, Cleveland or Buffalo, mm-hmm. they have these great apps where you – pull it out, you put in your address, and it'll show you a historic view of that intersection or show you a building nearby. Oh, my goodness. Um, so those kinds of ways to sort of get out there, just like Jenny said, history is everywhere, mm-hmm. and you just got to connect with it. So. I love that idea of, like, being on being on State Street in an app that would say, okay, this is what it looked like in 1923 uh, or whatever, you know, 100 years ago. Yeah. Wouldn't that be amazing? That would be very cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, you know, so much, so much has changed, and uh, I mean, even even today, we see, you know, how how you know, in a year, this whole corner here where we're at at Fifth and State has totally been transformed, oh, right? Yeah. It's you know, whether it's south or uh, or the northwest or you know, or up and down State Street, it's remarkable stuff. All right, so. Uh, this is Monday, June 5th through Sunday, June 11th. You're doing these history programs around the county. Um, uh, back to the back to the um, the map that you've created. Are there any like big gaps? Are there or is there historical markers almost in every township in every area of the county? In almost every township, there's at least one. There were a couple townships, and I wish I had brought my mat with me. Um, yeah. There are a couple townships that there weren't any that I could easily find online. That's okay. not to say they're not there, so please, somebody go find them for me. Um, sure. <laughs> but, yeah, and that doesn't mean there isn't history there either. Maybe someone just hasn't made a marker yet. Uh, so, hey, come into the history or the, the heritage room and do your research and, you know, write up a plaque. And, and it, it's, it seems to me that... Not only do we have like the county-wide historical society, mm-hmm. uh, but we do have these individual boroughs or individual 
communities that have their own you know, like Union City is a very strong historical society Edinburgh you know I mean so you could really lean in on what they've done Waterford I mean my gosh they just totally oh, yeah. rebooted the whole uh, George Washington statue right in a, in a British uh, in a British uniform those local history societies and museums I mean a lot of times they're run by all volunteers and they do mm. such great work mm -hmm. um, yeah. and that's one other reason why you know we have you know some resources for programming we want to make sure that they have the exposure you know for their awesome collections and awesome programming you just handed me a list that's two sided here uh you're an overachiever i can just tell you Thank people you. are it's a blessing and a curse <laughs> there's a lot going on here so let's let's highlight some of the things literally it kicks off monday morning uh, down in Edinburgh, right? I mean, gosh. Yeah. Oh, the wonderful folks um, down in Edinburgh. Uh, right there, we're going to meet at the library, our library branch down there, and um, the Hurry Hill Maple Museum and the Edinburgh Area Historical Society are going to be leading a tour of the three historic markers that are in Edinburgh. Yeah. That'll be really nice, yeah. And if you look closely, you might still see the old, the old trolley tracks that come down the... <sighs> Oh, I hope some more on trolleys in a minute. <laughs> oh, are you? You got a sneak peek. I got a sneak peek. Uh, but talk about the ones that you need to register for, because I think uh, people should jump on this. Yeah, you know? so it actually, oddly enough, ended up as about one tour per day requires registration. And again, everything is free and available, uh, free and open to the public. Um, Monday evening, we have a tour of the Soldiers and Sailors home. Um, that one's filling up pretty quickly. Well, they all are, but... Um, that's going to be a really nice tour of the grounds and hopefully some of the interior as well. That one will be meeting there at their gazebo, um, right in the front parking area there. And um, if the weather turns south on us, they also have a nice uh, presentation available that they'll do inside if we're not able to do an outside tour. And for registering for all these, you go to the county website, the erielibrary.org? Yep, yep. There's okay. a nice History Week banner right there at the top. Go ahead and click that. That'll take you to the event page. And from there, you can sift through the events happening each day, a little bit about the event itself, a little bit about the Heritage Room, um, our take-home packets for the event, and um, just some fun history podcasts and things like that, some wow. staff highlights. So Very cool. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, that soldiers sailors home. You didn't want to register for that on uh, Tuesday. You're going to the Erie Insurance Heritage Center. Oh yeah! And, and so this is where they tell their story from. Uh, what was it? F O Hurt and uh, yeah, H O Hurt. H O Hurt. F W Hurt. H O Hurt's son, but also father. Right. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, yeah. that will actually be Tuesday and Wednesday, different okay. times per day. Um, those are registration required as soon as possible because we do need to get some security badges to you. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's going to be a nice tour of their. Uh, Heritage Center, which is located in what used to be the C.F. Adams building way back when, um, which was one of those catalog stores. Um, and they've got just a beautiful museum of the history of the company starting in 1925 and, and working up through present day. Um, also a little bit about the Hurt family. And if there's enough time, they might be able to scoot you into some of the newer facilities and some of the newer exhibits that they've put up. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. So do they really tell... Kind of the story of them basically 
I've, I've heard things like they, you know, they started on, you know, with a on a napkin or something. Or yeah, they call know. it the ten cent tablet, but yeah, just a <laughs> little, little notebook. Yeah, yeah. Little notebook. I mean, talk wow. about rags to riches. Yeah, it's incredible. Cool. Mm-hmm. Wow, very cool. <laughs> yeah, now the, the largest employer in Erie and the only <laughs> Fortune 500 company headquartered in Erie. Uh, talk about Wednesday. Well, you're doing that on Wednesday as well. Then on Thursday, you're going to the lighthouse. Uh, yeah. that's, that's a must-see. Yep, so this one is going to be the Prescott Lighthouse. Now, the Prescott Lighthouse itself and the grounds will be open to the public at um, no cost. There will be a lot of activities happening, but you do need to register if you want to do the climb up the tower. Um, and so there are very few spots available for that, so go ahead and register as soon as you can if you would like to climb the lighthouse. Mm. Yep. And that's Thursday. And then uh, as you go to Friday the 9th, uh, let's talk about that one. There. Friday for registration, we've got a really great bookbinding class. Um, Ed Kranz, who works at Book Forge here in Erie, is going to be uh, doing a demonstration of a 17th century bookbinding technique where he will have a book made at different stages of that bookbinding process so you can see what it would look like at each stage of the process. It's not a hands-on activity, but more of a demonstration. I'm really looking forward to that one. That's cool. And then finally, Saturday? Saturday, the last one that you need to register for is the trolley there tour. There it is. There it is. <laughs> so the EMTA has been very gracious in uh, lending us one of their Bayliner trolleys. And we're going to be doing a scenic tour of Erie while local author Ken Springer, who's written, gosh, probably over 40 books on rail systems, I mean, trains, trolleys, you name it. Um, He will be on the trolley giving a little talk on the history and importance of the trolley in Erie as we take the scenic tour. So So, coming up, uh, did you hear a lot about local history coming up uh, in Mill Creek or, or like, did they teach you that in grade school? I don't really remember that. I know that Pretty recently, the Fairview School District has launched sort of a, I don't want to call it experimental, but a new course that teaches local history to their students, and I think that is just so important. And I know that the Burley Society has also been working really hard to create curriculums and things to get into the school. So... But I, I do think you're right. It's kind of a missing piece in your education. I, I had it when I was a kid. I grew up in the 70s. And so in eighth grade, we learned Pennsylvania history and local history. And, you know, my my eighth grade project was taking a map and doing this kind of thing where I took pictures of all the big sites and did the yarn and the pins. Oh, and uh, that's cool. I mean, that was <laughs> eighth grade, you know, 14 yeah. years old deal. I'm interested, in, you mentioned the Burley Society. When you did your uh, um, research on on the um, markers, how many markers were uh, related to the African-American experience? Did you find a lot? Uh, there are a handful. I'm, I don't have a number, um, yeah. but yeah, there are definitely a few around town. Um, and actually, I don't have the list in front of me, but one of the days of our tour, actually it'll be Saturday. Um, Saturday evening, we've teamed up with WQLN and Our West Bayfront and Johnny Johnson, mm-hmm. and he will be doing a really nice tour. Um, the new New Jerusalem area then? or basically? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. And um, there's going to be a WQLN is doing a screen. 
screening, and there's going to be all kinds of fun little activities happening that day, and there's going to be a walking tour, and yeah. It has been initiated uh, last year, and this is their second year uh, featuring historic walks, talks, and virtual events uh, or that celebrated history in Erie County, and they're doing it again, but a lot, lot more in-person events, right, folks? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, we're talking, uh, uh, you know, getting together and talking history. Andrew Miller is with us. He's the Adult Services Manager, and Jenny Martin, the Digital Collections Librarian. Um, all right, so uh, a couple of the other highlights of events, and then I want to talk about, like, the history services that are available at the library and just talk history in general. But um, you're going to Edinburgh on Monday uh, as well as uh, you're, you're having folks be able to uh, tour your vault. Oh, yeah. Okay. I so hear it talk was a big that. hit last year, so I'm like, well, I've got to do it again. <laughs> so 1 to 3.30 on Monday, what what's the vault entail? Uh, our rare book vault um, is just in the back of the heritage room it's climate controlled temperature controlled um, and we place items there um, that are either too fragile to be out on the floor mm. or of some significant value and so i would say we have about two thousand items in our vault um, we don't actively collect for it but since the library's been around since 1897 yeah we've had quite a few items that have made it up there just by their sheer age do you put some of the i mean at one point the library was collecting art, right? That's how the Hassan made it to the library. Is is there artwork in the vault? There is. There yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So we have um, we have some we have an art collection. A lot of it dates back, you know, from when we were in the old beautiful building at right. uh, Perry Square. Well, the, the rich old ladies kept them buying stuff from the library, <laughs> right? I mean, basically. They, yeah, and, and well, I mean, and, I'm talking about a hundred years ago, mind you. Right, but we there was also. Um, uh, school children from Erie donated pennies, dimes, nickels, trying to get uh, sort of subscription pieces and things like that. Seriously, so, yeah. The Art Club of Erie was, you know, was a treasure. They had wonderful paintings in the old library, and we're a steward of, of a handful of them still. Yeah, yeah. The, where is the Hassan? Is it still there in display? Yeah. Second floor, right? Uh, right Second at, floor. Yep, yeah, right outside the Heritage Room. It's in a permanent galleria. Okay, gotcha. We, have we priced that recently? Do we know? Not recently. We're not the ones that. We'll pop that up to the to the executive director who was just Patrick here. Along. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but we. Yeah, my understanding is it's you know in the tens of millions outside of my budget. Let's yes. put it that way. <laughs> just it's, slightly. It's, 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 it's amazing that something that that valuable would be you know, available for anybody to look at. That's that's super cool. Yeah. yeah. And keep protecting. And we have, and we also, they found the, uh, what was it, the, the the statue, the Greek statue. Yeah, the Minerva the statue. Minerva, yeah. Yep, that was in the, the front entryway of the old mm-hmm. library. Yep, that's now on display on our first floor on a beautiful custom base um, that represents wisdom from all different cultures. And uh, I actually just saw the artist in today, uh, fitting some pieces and, and trying to restore a little They're bit. Kind of restoring yeah. that, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's it's interesting how the library and history is seamlessly intertwined, right? I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, because you, you have some old books, you have you know first editions and things in the collections, but also it the it there's that chronicle of Erie there. Um, do 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 you find that people are gravitated to things like 
the you know the Nolan plan where he wanted to build those beautiful beltways around the city and or or you know some of the other things you know uh, you know that were you know history of Erie from 1895 or whatever it was do people look at that kind of stuff specialized researchers do we absorbed okay. the planning department's collection about 10 years ago and okay. so we have lots of borough plans and city plans and and anytime you read about something in the paper where somebody goes they're they're thinking about doing a new plan that means somebody is coming down to look at some of the older ones to see where we were wow yeah a, lo a lot of uh, you know say we don't want to leave that plan on the shelf collecting dust but sometimes they just end up on the shelf, right? Um, uh, what, tell me some other things that you guys are doing as part of this history uh, as far as at the library itself. What are some of the, the seminars and things, you know? Um, actually, not too much happening at the library. Uh, well, at Blasco, anyway. Um, most of it is going to be out and about. Another thing we'll have at Blasco um, is uh, another one of our librarians and her mother are going to be doing a nice little talk of uh, some of their personal family oral history and um, and they put together a little family book, so they're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, yeah. So, and then throughout the week, a couple of our other branches are going to have some, some events there. That bookbinding class will be at our Mill Creek branch. Um, you've got my list. With yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 this is your only list? Okay. Uh, well, let me, <laughs> let, let me, let me share a couple things that, that, that go out to me is, uh, you've got, uh, Tom Hansen, uh, who is uh, going to do his Strong Vincent talk. Oh, down yes. in Waterford. We're Where is that a, happening at? We're going to have a nice Waterford day. So okay. all the, the historic campus down there um, and their historical society, they're going to open up. They're going to have some live demonstrations happening. Their, their historic garden is going to be open. Tom Hansen will be there um, talking about Strong Vincent. And um, don't let me forget to bring Tom up again yeah, mm -hmm. for the week after History Week. Okay. Um, but um, And then also... Um, Oh, uh, gosh. Dr. Uh, ben Scharf is going to be doing a talk there as well. So you basically are kind of like zooming in on some of these boroughs on each mm -hmm. day. So Wednesday being kind of Waterford Day. Yep. And then uh, on Thursday the 8th is kind of Gerard Day. Gerard so. Day, yeah. So the wow. Gerard Library is going to put together a nice little history exhibit that they'll have uh, open in their library throughout the week. Um, and they're going to have a few talks there as well. We're going to have um, local historian George Deutsch that go is going to be there talking some Civil War history. He's nice. doing three mini talks, which is kind of cool. Um, we love George. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, uh, uh, you know, on the ninth, um, you're you're going out to Yon Planetarium at a Baron, right? Or yes. Yeah, that's going to be really fun as well. Um, they've got an exhibit going on over there. Um, there was an astronaut from Erie, so oh, yeah. be sure to check out that Paul exhibit. Paul Mm-hmm. Yep. Skylab. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So check it out. That. It, yeah. I wonder where he's at these days. The um, the I'm interested too in the in the trolley thing, and uh, you know, just uh, just the whole idea of. Of Erie was an early adopter for a lot of modern technology. We were an early adopter to get electricity. We were one of the first electrified cities. We're early adopter with the electric trolley, right? I mean, and then of course Waldemir comes from the trolley line, and and just how all these things that we get to enjoy now 
you know, you know, a lot of the a lot of foundational things were laid down a hundred years ago plus, and it's and it's uh, so it's really it's really smart and 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 very uh, appropriate that we kind of look at you know what are the foundational things that start and even to the point of hey here's here's a here's a big piece of metal that you've probably driven past every day on your commute have you ever stopped to look at it you know like the one on peach street it says erie erie's only you know the state's only lake port you know and it talks about what our industries are and so on it's interesting i just have to say that you know the person who's doing the trolley talk for us ken springer yeah he has done talks for us at the library for years mm. and he is a local gem i mean if you have not heard one of his lectures you really ought to um so thanks to ken for again supporting the library and he's always been a big supporter of us so. that's that's for sure um talk about uh, as well the um the other things that uh, people gravitate to when it comes to library resources. I tend to just do my stuff online. Like I read the newspaper online. Um, you know, uh, I've tried to get historical maps online. I, I think there's a few like road maps that the state has uh, yeah. that are scanned and so on. But do um, you anticipate more online access for some of the Heritage Room uh, yeah, stuff? That's- that's going to be me. That's you? Okay, that's your plan. <laughs> yeah. huh? I really do want to start digitizing some of the maps, syncing them up there. Um, so we're working with uh, PA Photos and Docs, and there's a link to that through our e-databases off of erielibrary.org. Um, and that's where we'll start op- uploading a lot of things like the maps and, you know, some other things. So mm. we, we'll see what's popular and what people want to see and have access to online. And um, that, those are the things that are going to be priority for me to scan and make sure that happens. We can make them available. But like you said, the newspapers being available, we sure. have them going back to the 1800s available through NewsBank. Um, and NewsBank is a wonderful resource. I'll periodically throughout the year be doing a little class on how to use it, but it's just a great way to research easily from home. Yeah, that PA Photos and Documents is run through the State Library. Okay. And so not only will our collections sort of be resting with lots of other libraries and institutions there, but they also then harvest that and put it in the digital public library online. So those collections are going to be open to a national audience at that point, which is great. I I just got the word from one of my callers. uh, Paul White's uh, the astronaut passed away in 2017. He was a, 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 a Harbor Creek um, native, and so it's been it's been a, a few years since he's passed. But yeah, the um, the I mean, you think about these moments in time where Erie kind of made its mark. Um, I mean, you could if you guys continue to do this, there's a lot of different ways that you can go. I'm I'm thinking about. You know, just the oil boom, you know, you know and uh, how Erie almost was, you know, <laughs> was almost Cleveland. Not that we want to be Cleveland, right? Well, Cleveland rocks, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, it was it was a, a choice of John D. Rockefeller where he wanted to put his uh, put his uh, refineries. Mm-hmm. But we started out being, you know, on the front end of all that. Thank goodness for Erie. Erie's got a lot going on now and way back then. I mean, it's definitely it's a true. cool spot. It's definitely cool. So um, so give the big invitation, and what do you want people to to do? Uh, I mean, what's, what's the best way to approach this? Because there's so much 
content here that uh, people have to pace themselves, I think. Yeah, you know. there's so much things happening all day, every day throughout next week. Um, you can go to erielibrary.org, or you can stop into any of the Erie County Public Library branch locations or the Bookmobile, and you can uh, snag yourself an event list. Or you can grab a take-home packet, which we're going to launch June 1st, um, which is, what, Thursday. Go to your local library and pick up a packet. It's going to include that map that I mentioned that has a list of all the historic markers that I could find. In addition to the markers on the map are some other historic places, some historic sites that I could find. Um, so that can be like your own personal scavenger hunt. You mm. can see how many you can find on your own. And I mean, have fun with it. You, history isn't just packed into one week a year and spend all year or a couple of years, just knocking them off your list. Um, other really fun things in the take home packet, uh, there's going to be a passport in there and it kind of looks like a, a real passport and within you will find a few prompts. So I didn't want people just to be like, oh, hey, here's the historic site. Take a picture, walk away. Right. <laughs> so there's a little bit of a like, oh, what, what did I learn, you know, kind of thing. So go ahead and fill that out at your leisure, you know, draw a picture that you saw there, write down something cool you learned or, you know, you found a cool flower, just tape it in there. I don't know, like use it as your own journal of history. Um, log your experience, but while you have that passport and are out traveling, for those who are able to visit and get a stamp from each of our six Erie County Public Library locations, which includes the Bookmobile, mm -hmm. they each have a stamp with their name on it. And if you get a stamp from all six and bring your completed passport into Blasco Library, while supplies last, there is a little prize. Oh, nice. So, yeah. So get get those passports filled up as soon as you can and get yourself a cool prize. Should I say what the prize is? It's I think a, you should. It's a bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> but it says, I break for historic markers, because anybody working on this is probably going to be slamming on the brakes. Oh, gosh, right. there's another there's historic another marker. Oh, my goodness. Are there any historical sites that you guys know of that we should be kind of clamoring to the commission to say, hey, you need to put this at the top of your list. Anything that occurs again? <laughs> I can't think of one. I mean, I know that they've been doing so much work, not just for markers, but for, you know, getting places on the net. National Historic Registry and how right, how right. much work that takes and how mm. many of our boroughs and things deserve that. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, I just think every corner of the county has something, which is why when you look at the list of things to do, I think Jenny's done a great job of making sure the whole county is represented because yeah. um, there's just so much to do here. You should throw in one of those 20 miles to the Boston store signs you know, <laughs> that are fly, oh laying around. That would be so <laughs> cool. You know what I mean? It's like I, when I was a kid, they were everywhere. Now, they kind of vanished, right, when the Boston yeah. store vanished. And everybody was, like, grabbing them as, as uh, their own his, uh, part of history. But, yeah. Watch now people start raffling them off. Yeah, <laughs> right. up on eBay. <laughs> I mean, you'd, you'd be in uh, Mercer County, you know. 55 miles to to the Boston store, so Erie, cool. PA. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been a delight to have you guys on the on the show with us here, and and I wish you well with. Uh, I, again, obviously, you could tell I'm a huge history fan, yeah. and uh, and of course we you know we we learn from our history, you know, and and uh, 
and we want to make sure that uh, we are inclusive with our history. And so I appreciate all your efforts. Thank you so much for having us. This has been so great. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. You've been listening to The Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast from TalkErie.com. Subscribe to our show on your favorite podcatcher and get involved by emailing joel at TalkErie.com. <laughs>